So I guess you could say this has probably been out long enough that it's okay for me to talk about it and spoil a few things. And I guess maybe talk about a few of my hits and misses when it comes to this film. So, The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf is an animated prequel kind of story. Now, I've been really getting into The Witcher over the last couple of years. I'm going to say it has to do a lot with The Witcher show that came out. And when I watched that, I thought it was tremendous. I, it's just a really, really well done show. And this is from not knowing anything about The Witcher whatsoever. So then I went and I found all the books and I got them collected. And then I started playing the third video game. Because the third video game is the only one that kind of branched out from PC. I'm not really... A big PC gamer. I'm trying to get into it a little bit more because I'm trying to start a Twitch streaming channel. Uh, so keep an eye out for that if you're interested. But I tried um, The Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt because that's available on pretty much every console. And even though it's like f it was four years old at the time, I decided, what the heck? And it's a fantastic game. Uh, I've kind of gone through it. I've done everything that I could do, including like all of its like treasure hunts and all of its side quests and anything like that. I got the two uh, DLC expansions, finished one of them, going to move on to the next one. I just purchased the first two games on PC. I'm going to give those a shot. And I've read the first two books now. So the first two books are kind of a collection of short stories that were told in different uh, iterations throughout the time where they were first published. Now, the actual first book, it doesn't really come in until the third book, technically. I believe there's a certain order that they were released in. But the first actual full-length Witcher novel is, is the third one. I believe it's called Blood of Elves. I haven't started reading it yet, uh, but I do plan on it. So, from what I know, from everything that I've researched and everything I've read and I've learned from the video games to the books to even this show... Everything is kind of all about Geralt. So when it's all about Geralt, and then you do this show, or not this show, this movie, this animated film that isn't about Geralt, you gotta kind of hit on a lot of on a lot of cylinders to really nail home that you know this is a film that should matter to us. Now, of course, it's definitely gonna matter to Witcher enthusiasts because. Anything, now that I'm involved in that community, anything Witcher-related is something that we're going to just flock to. You know what I mean? So, I do have my gripes with this, though, because it's meant to tell a prequel story about Vesemir. And it's meant to tell the story of what happened to the um, uh, the School of the Wolf being Karamoran. And why it was kind of like ransacked and what happened and why they can't make more witches and everything like that. But the thing is, is that it takes a lot of liberties with some of the aspects of, I guess you could say the creatures and even what a witcher is capable of in and of itself. Like, there's a lot of things that you're looking at and you're seeing this guy do it and you're like, that's Vesemir? Like, Vesemir's got a, a silver chain whip? And he's slinging one-liners, and he's basically a douchebag? Like, that's not the Vesemir that I know from just the first video the first video game I played, being Witcher Hunt, uh, Witcher Wild Hunt, um, where Vesemir is none of those things. He's very... I mean, I guess, you know, with time and age, you can say that he's humbled himself. 
But you would just think that it was not so much because even Geralt isn't really like that. He's not really like he has his snarky remarks, but he's not really a douchebag. And it really comes off like Vesemir is just a kind of witcher that somebody like Geralt would punch in the face. Like, I'm sorry, that's 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 my opinion. And I'm going off of that because when you see the portrayal of all of these other witcher characters, they all have a sense of like, you know, kind of like dick slinging. They all feel like they've got the biggest dick in the group. They're all trying to rush to be alpha male almost. But there's still a level of like camaraderie and there's a level of, I don't want to say like humbleism, but it's almost like there's a level of where it, they they reach it to a certain point where they they come off as being cocky and they don't step over the line of going from cockiness to straight up just being assholes. And Vesemir does in this story, and that's kind of annoying to me because I feel like that de- that degrades Vesemir as a character. The story in and of itself I appreciate because learning you know why they can't make witchers, learning what happened to Karamoran, learning what what the the whole premise of you know when they say i believe it's in i think it's episode four or five in the show whichever episode has the story of um destiny and the law of surprise when you learn about that whole arc whatever episode that is he there's a small moment and i just rewatched it the other day that's why i know it's there there's a small moment where he talks about the fall of caramoran so that's something that they know like happened and I don't know where it's written. Again, I haven't gotten that deep into the book, so maybe it's somewhere in the books where they do explain this and they tell the story of what happened and maybe it's something that's actually within the lore. But if not, and they're kind of creating the lore where they've just kind of uh they kind of mentioned it almost like what um Uh, Fantastic Beasts is doing with Harry Potter. They're not trying to write new books. What they're doing is they're taking all of these stories that are in, like, the textbooks and all the books that the kids are learning from in, you know, the Wizard Academy, and they're making those stories into films. That's kind of... Maybe that's kind of what this is. Maybe there's some book that I haven't gotten to yet, and there's some passage or chapters where Vesemir explains the Battle of Karamoran and what the original leader of the House of the Wolf did when it became to uh, doing these um, mutant, mutating, altering experiments on, you know, creatures so that witches always had work. Well, you know, it backfires on him and how do you make work from more witchers well you get rid of witchers so there's less witchers and still plenty of monsters if you know whether it worked out or not there it's just the 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 character of vesemir in this is just he comes off really poorly from what i know and what i grew to love about vesemir through just the one you know, video game I've played. So here's the thing. I've played one video game that's very much further along the lines of the story. I've read two books that is a collection of um, all of the short stories that kind of created the universe. And now here's another little snippet. The first season is a lot of those short stories. They really do. And I know a lot of Witcher, diehard Witcher fans probably know this because they've probably read the books. They know that the show is going very much by the books there there there's only certain um short stories they're taken they're not using all of them but 
the very first story in the very first book, Sword of Destiny, that very first story you read, is literally episode one. Of course, a couple of liberties taken, you know, a few character placements and a few little things, not 100% book-to-screen accurate, but pretty close, like closer than I feel that they ever got with anything that they've really went from book to film with for a lot of films where I've read the book and watched the movie. Like, it's pretty darn fucking close. So... After reading Sword of Destiny and after reading what the the Last Wish is, essentially, that first season is maybe, I want to say, if the collection of the short stories, say if there's like eight short stories, those eight episodes are like a portrayal of at least four of them, maybe even five. You know, I'm trying to count. I don't remember. It's it's been a while since I last read them. Um, but yeah, like... It's, it's pretty darn fucking close. And I think that's another reason why it became so popular. Not just because it was good. Not just because of Henry Cavill's fantastic portrayal. But essentially because it's by the book. And the book lovers. Or even maybe even the first video game is very much by the book too. I, have, I don't know yet. I, have to, I haven't started that game yet. And I'm looking forward to actually getting to play that game. But. There's everything that they've done so far has been really sticking to this universe that was created by the author, who is a Polish author. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name because I'm totally going to butcher it. If you've heard me butcher names, you know, on the channel before, you don't want me to try to say this guy's name. But just look up the Witcher books and you'll see his name and then you try to say it. But for what he wrote and for what we got, everything's pretty much been on point. And... Again, I haven't gotten that far into the books to see if this story is true or if they're just kind of making up, making it up. And if they're making it up, that's fine. I'm okay with them kind of creating new stories and branching out The Witcher because I believe eventually they're going to run out of books too. So to create these other stories and maybe kind of lead off of other characters, I'm all for that. Go for it. Let's do it. Let's do all of it. I'm I'm ready and railing to go for whatever Witcher you want to throw at me because I've become a very huge fan of this universe. The Witcher lore is something that I'm very much into right now and I don't know enough to really talk down to the thing story-wise, but I really do have gripes with what they did with Vesemir and that's probably what takes away the most from this film for me. Is it exciting? Yes. Is it everything you're looking for from The Witcher? Probably. But I'm expecting, like, really fancy, you know, sword moves. I'm expecting, like... So here's the thing. Vesemir is able to throw fire around like he's basically... Like, he's Charmander from Pokemon. When the hell was Geralt ever able to throw fire like that? I'm playing, the, I'm playing the game now. I just played it as recently as a couple of days ago. And the fire I'm throwing just spreads like, like a couple of ashes... But, like, it burns enough people, but it ain't what they're throwing fire at in this friggin' show. And I get it, it's animated, it's meant to be over-exaggerated to an extent. But if you're gonna, like, try to stick to what they can do as, like, witchers and as, like, what their powers entail, 
don't sit there and like go that crazy when it comes to it because you're just going to upset people like me who wishes that Geralt could friggin' do that in the video game. If Daryl could throw fire around like that, there are so many quests that would have been a hundred a hundred thousand times easier if he was able to throw fire like Vesemir is able to throw fire in this film. So that's a small gripe I have. It's probably not the biggest one, but it is kind of like a I'm a little annoyed by that because I wish Geralt was able to do it in the video games, but that's just me, and it's not that big of a deal. It's not going to make me, you know, never do, never get involved in this ever again. But it really, it, but the Vesemir thing really does kind of hurt me because I really grew to like love that character during Wild Hunt, and anybody who's played that game knows how that story kind of goes. So when you grow to kind of like appreciate the character that he is in that game. And again, I'm two books in and he's not and he's nowhere to be found, so he probably doesn't get involved until the third book, or maybe even very much later on. Who knows? I mean, the people who've read the books obviously know, but I don't know where he actually starts getting involved in the book story, but he's involved in the entire third game almost. And to kind of give him this betrayal where, yes, he's a badass. Yes, this is the reason why he's the guy who trained Geralt. But you didn't have to make him such an asshole, like, did you? Like, you gave him this betrayal that he was the, the one of the few kids to volunteer to become a witcher, to go through the trials and to come out of the other end because he wanted fame and fortune. But he's also, like, you would think he would be humble going from being a servant to being this, you know, badass witcher. But he's not. And to me, that's just, that, that that's a poor writing decision and character development decision on the creator's part for this show. And the, the show, movie, I'm sorry. I am keep getting confused between the, I see Witcher and I think of the show because the show is just 10,000 times better than this film, even though this film is good. Again, the film is good. I'm not going to say it's not good. I'm not going to say this, the story doesn't live up to some sort of expectation from the actual Witcher lore, because it does retrospectively. But as far as him character-wise, that, that just takes a little bit away from the film. Like, if I was giving this a rating, which, you know, I'm almost 100 entries in on this podcast, and I don't think I've ever really given anything a rating, but if I was to give this, like... A score out of 10 it would get an 8 at least for the for the film but for the, what the what they do with the character I'm, I'd take a point away and I would make it a 7 that that's that's how much that upsets me for what they did with that character and again it might just be me maybe he's like that as you get further into the books and if that's the case when I do an entry when season 2 of The Witcher pops up and I finish that and maybe I'm further into the books or I further the video games and get more plot and understand more lore and dive deeper into it, I'll apologize and I'll say, okay, that's actually how Vesemir was. But I'm just going off of the old Vesemir I know and I just don't appreciate this Vesemir. And that's, it might just be me, but it, it's upsetting to me. And that's the only thing I can really say is a negative thing about the film. And it's a great film. It really is. Especially if you're really looking for more Witcher stuff. It's, it, it gives you all of that times 10.